0: Good morning, everybody. This is James with 77 Financial Group. You're listening to 15 Minutes of Finance, where I'm going to get you excited about investing in 15 minutes or less. Stay tuned. Happy Wednesday, everybody. Happy hump day to you folks. Uh, Let's jump into the term of the day before we get to the market news. Yeah. Uh, Interesting week in the news. But before we jump into that, let's do our term of the day, which is going to be the rule of 72. Now, I know all of you remember how to do division. I certainly don't. I definitely prefer to use a calculator when doing that math now. But if you guys remember the house and you put the number in the house and then the number outside of the house and then somehow you get an answer on top of the house, you guys all remember that? Well, similar with the rule of 72, guys, it is just the amount of time it takes for something to double. So, how long does $1 take to double to $2, assuming a rate of interest, a rate of return? So, if we do... I don't know. Let's pull out our calculators. I would have you draw the house, but that's not exactly the most exciting thing in the world, right? So we're going to do, let's just assume 10%. So if you have 72 divided by 10%, it's going to take 7.2 years for that $1 to become $2. And you're assuming an annual rate of return, okay? So 72 divided by whatever interest you're expecting equals how many years... Something will take to double kind of a little fun exercise. But again, it's more of a guideline than it is a rule. (laughs) We definitely I definitely don't sit with clients and say, oh, you want to double your money? Let's assume 50 percent rate of return. Divide that 72 divided by 50. I definitely don't do that. But it's a fun little metric to use. And now you guys have it in your back pocket. Look, not even, uh, not even two minutes in and you guys have already learned something. All right, stay tuned for the next 10 minutes and see if we can't learn a few other things. Uh, in market news, guys, let's go ahead and read this uh, from the Express, again, at Investopedia, one of my favorite articles uh, and places to get information. What is happening in the world today? Global equity markets are mixed midweek as Asian indexes are mostly in the red while European markets are rising and U.S. futures are pointing to a choppy open. What does all that mean, guys? That just means nobody knows what's going to happen. That's what that means. Uh, The Dow Jones and S and P 500 looked ahead higher, which just means it's going to go up, hopefully. But after a week of market highs last week, not surprised if it stays still or even trends a little bit lower. And the only reason I feel that way is just because it's extremely difficult to break new territory. The fact that we've done it these last couple of years, year over year, it's kind of scary. Uh, kind of exciting at the same time. We don't know what's going to happen. But again, just because we've been going up does not mean that we will keep going up. And just because we're going down does not mean we'll keep going down. Okay, rant over. Back to the news here. Uh, There's also growing sentiment among several market watchers that the U.S. equities have grown too far too fast. I'm definitely a part of that group, guys. I definitely think there's been some extreme growth without real justification. Uh given the 75% rally from the market bottom in late March of 2020, it's not hard to see their point. We also are starting to see that growth tapering in corporate earnings reports. That's not good. Uh, Netflix is the most obvious example of that and we'll hear more about it as earnings season's roll on for the next 2 weeks. Okay, so let's just talk about Netflix, right? Let's just jump right into that before I get to the other headlines of the day. Netflix I mean it, What more do I need to say? It's extremely difficult to grow a company on a subscription base when the subscribers continually want more and more and more. Netflix has to continually produce, produce, produce. But as things get more expensive and their subscription fee stays the same and they lose subscribers, obviously that's not a good growth model. Uh, The interesting thing about Netflix, though, is that they, for some reason, are able to charge more to their subscribers. I think, I think at one point they were like $7. I think whenever I first subscribed, they were $8. It was like seven ninety nine, And now it's almost 15 for the average subscriber. So think about that. As long as they can continue to increase their subscriber fee, they should be fine. But it's extremely difficult to maintain that growth. So I'm not necessarily a big fan of it, of Netflix as a whole. Obviously I have Netflix, so I like it. I just don't see it growing the way it you would want it to grow in the future. And and that's that's kind of sad, right? Because most of us, if not all of us, we all enjoy Netflix. We all enjoy what it brings us. It's easy to kill time, there's new content on there, new TV shows. It's a it's it's a good company to have, but I just don't see the growth model of it going forward. And to be honest, Netflix in a way is, is a victim of its own success. Let me read a couple things here for you. Um The blistering subscriber growth over the past several years, and especially during the days of the pandemic, pulled forward a lot of the growth it was banking on for this year. Netflix added nearly 26 million subscribers in the first six months of 2020. That's a lot of people. And investors loved the show because it shot the stock up like 67%. Uh, I rolled out an exciting new shows like Bridgerton, Cobra Kai, capturing new fans and establishing franchises it could bank on for years to come. But the pandemic also threw off production schedules for new shows, episodes, pushing many projects into 2021. So obviously that's good news and bad news for Netflix. And some of you might be saying, "Who cares about Netflix? Why is it important?" It's we missed we missed the days where you know it's going to shoot 110% in a year. Well, yeah, that's that's true, but it's still considered a growth company. In fact, it's considered one of the best growth companies because it's part of FANG. FANG is a investment group of stocks. It was four, now it's five. Um, it's Facebook, Amazon, Apple, Netflix, and Google and that's you guys can obviously spell that out but it's F A A N G it used to be F A N G but in 2017 Apple was added so those are some of the biggest technology stocks in the world technology companies in the world and so they kind of pooled them together in fact you can invest in an index that just tra- like tracks just those companies that's kind of interesting not exactly my my cup of tea but I mean you 67% last year that's a pretty good year So that's why we keep track of companies like this, because they're eventually going to become blue chip stocks if they aren't already. And they're companies we use. Right. I mean, everybody knows what Netflix is. Everybody knows what Facebook, Amazon and Google is. Right. So uh, and and Apple. Sorry, Apple (laughs) leaving you out there. But that's why it's important to keep track of these things. Okay, so on to other news Uh, This one's kind of uh, disheartening news, but it's important. And I wasn't going to talk about it yet, but I think it's now that it's multiple industries, I think it's important that we discuss it. So Procter & Gamble will start charging more for household staples from diapers to shampoo later this year as higher commodity prices force the price uh, up. So, okay, what does that mean? That means inflation's coming. And this is probably the most important thing in today's show is that you guys need to get prepared for I'm a firm believer that inflation is on its way. I believe lumber prices have shot through the roof. I think plywood in like 2018, 2017 used to be $14 a sheet, and now it's like $55. It's some ridiculous price. Don't quote me on it, but it's it's ridiculous. So now it's coming to our houses. It's not just now building the house that's going to cost more money. It's going to now be having what's in the house. Shampoo, diapers, soap, toilet paper, all that stuff is going to be most likely increasing in price. It might be five cents. It might be half a penny. No one knows. But inflation is coming in that area. So stay on top of it. Stay, stay up to date on your news. And guess where you guys can get your news? Right here. Uh okay, so on to other news, sort of applicable to this, if not extremely applicable. Total U.S. mortgage application volume surged 8.6% last week compared with the previous week. What does that mean? People are buying houses, people want loans. People are getting loans, which is not good news in my opinion. The fact that loans are increasing just because we all know what happened in 2008 with the housing crisis. Part of the issue was that people who should not be getting loans are getting loans. Who knows what that looks like? Is that another housing crisis? I'm not saying it is. It's just the beginning of what we're seeing. Um, Hopefully we catch it sooner if, if it is that case. I'm not a fan of that. I don't think anybody should be buying a house right now. I, it's a seller's market. I, I think that my childhood house has gone up... I think it was something like 30% in the last month, which is ridiculous. I That scares me how quickly that growth is happening. Um, I'm not going to sit here and say it's a bubble. I'm not going to sit here and say it's 08. I'm just saying I'm paying attention to it and it's scary because if anything happens where these people can't pay back these loans like they couldn't do in 08 that's going to be another bailout situation uh so hopefully the, the loan companies are on top of that and they're not uh they're not making a quick buck, I guess is what I'll say. I have a lot of, I have a lot of loan officers as friends and they're all incredibly great moral people. So have no doubt that they're doing the best they can. So summarize today, inflation, inflation is coming, be looking for it, be anticipated for it or anticipating for it. Don't be surprised when things cost (laughs) more than they used to. Uh, I remember when 20 chicken nuggets at McDonald's used to be five bucks and now it's like 10 for $8 or something. What is that? Uh, also Jack in the Box tacos used to be 99 cents. Two of them. Some places they're like $1.70 or $1.20 or something. Ridiculous. What are they doing here? We also learned about Fang stocks, Facebook, Apple, Amazon, Netflix, and Google how they're the growth technology stocks, how they represent a larger portion of the technology community. And lastly, term of the day, rule of 72. All right, guys, I hope you learned something. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Please reach out if you guys have any questions or comments. You guys can reach me at james at 77financialgroup.com, Instagram, 77financialgroup, and always website, 77financialgroup.com. All right, guys, as always, invest early, invest often. Have a great day.